Hi, I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And this podcast is brought to you by Everything's Everything's Coming Up Simpsons. Simpsons. Make sure to tune in on September 11th. We are talking about the episode Radio Bart with a special guest you may recognize. Hi, I'm Nancy Cartwright. And actually, I'm Bart Simpson. Who the (gasps) hell are you? Ah! We're so excited. this This is so good. This was one of our favorite episodes we've ever done. Mark your calendars. I don't know. You're probably already downloading it. What What is this life? Uh, September 11th, we are joined by, you already heard her, Nancy Cartwright. We're so excited. Please tune in. All right. Bye. Boy, do we have a treat for you. It's an encore presentation of the Karen Kilgariff episode of Slumber Party. If you are a murderino and you listen to my favorite murder with Karen in Georgia, you're going to love this little mashup of Karen on Slumber Party. She also has a wicked, wicked ghost story. And um, I think you guys are going to like this. If you've already listened to it, have another go at it. You might learn something new. If you haven't, this is definitely must listen episode and we'll be back in a week or so with some new episodes we're just uh, letting the dust settle on George's move so enjoy we'll be back soon heart you Slumber party, Allie. Hi. Hi. It's Sunday afternoon. Sure is. It's how many degrees out is it right now? Uh, it's approximately hot as fuck. Yeah. It's got my temperature gauge said one billion fucking degrees. Yes. Which is actually what the Fahrenheit stands for. It's F. It's F. actually also means fucking hot. Well, that's what I learned this week. So we're in my apartment. We didn't set up the TV because uh, please affirm, see aforementioned. It's so hot. <laughs> Georgia. What did you learn? this? Well, Allie. <laughs> hey, this is Slumber Party Podcast with Allie and Georgia. Yes, it we is. We always start this with one thing we learned. Mm-hmm. What I learned, George, Allie, yeah. is that there is a place called Frog Frozen Yogurt in Hollywood. Oh. Um, it's like a frozen yogurt bar, you know, like do it yourself. They weigh it. You know what else they do? Oh, no. They will deliver it Shut for you. up. $10 is all it takes. How much yogurt do you get for $10? Whatever. Well, you like, it has to be at least $10. So you can get like two smalls with all these toppings. You can get like one large with like these toppings. And they'll deliver to you and they're open until midnight. That doesn't sound like a good business model. It's, who cares? Let's get at it. I mean, it sounds like great for us, but terrible for frog yogurt. Yeah. What are they getting out of this? I bet they're, you know how much yogurt costs for people to buy? It's so cheap. I don't know. So they just charge us three times as much. How much is a pizza when you get a pizza delivered? Uh, usually it ends up being around 20 something. Right? If you came at me with a business model, it's like, you need to order at least $75 for the yogurt and then we'll deliver it. I'd be like, okay, cause you need to have a refrigerated truck. You need to get a penguin who can drive. Okay. You're overthinking this. I just, just don't understand it as your Lord and Savior. Oh, uh, okay. What'd you learn? What'd I learn? Um, I learned not to go into the frozen yogurt business. Mm-hmm. And also I learned about these, uh, I learned about, I'm going to bring it back to bugs because I feel like I haven't had a good bug fact in a while, mm-hmm. but I was reading about it and I'm reading about bugs that use tools. Mm-hmm. You know how a big thing in like animals is like, if you use tools, you're like next level mm-hmm. baller mm-hmm. in animal. And so there there are a few bugs that use tools and one is the type of ant that will go up to its rival ant's nest and just drop boulders in it like Indiana Jones so it can't get out and they wake up and they're like what the fuck man but um but there's a type of weaver ant and they call this a tool because it implements 
a certain thing to use as glue when it's building its nest. So they take leaves together. They make a nest out of leaves, and they use the butts of their babies. Larvae make a silk that the adults don't, so they will grab in their jaws a larva, and they'll use it like a glue gun <laughs> to make their house. And they rub their baby's butts yeah. on things as glue. Yeah. It'd be like if you were building a house and you're like, I got a bunch of leaves and some duct tape, but the duct tape comes out of my baby's butt. So I'm going to hold my baby in my mouth and I'm going to duct tape <laughs> my house together. And then someone's like, hey, good job. You used a tool. What if like cats did that? Or dogs? Awesome. And it's just like a thing that they did. Yeah. You don't, you didn't know that? They grab their kittens and they smear their butts on. Oh, uh, that's adorable. I know. Isn't that kind of cute though? Yeah. Anyway, that's what I learned. We I love it. Ask our hey, let's introduce our really awesome guest okay. who's a writer and a comedian and a musician and so effing funny and talented. And we love her. Her name is Karen Kilgariff. Oh, hi. Karen hi. Kilgariff. Hi. Big fan. Big fan. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for being here. With you gals. You gals. What did you learn? What did you learn? I learned, this is a little bit woo-woo, which is kind of my thing. I love it. Um, but I learned that the best way to say no to somebody that you don't want to say no to as a person, but you want to say no to the thing they're asking you for, is just to say that's not my thing. Oh, It was like, it came to me, someone asked me to do something and be on like a the panel that picked people to do something. And I got all stressed out about it because I felt like I immediately had to do it. Like, it's that thing where someone asks you to do something, you're already doing it. Yeah. Instead of like that, you you almost go into that thing of like, well, I have to do this and this and this. And then I realized I just don't want to do it. <laughs> like, I, and I, first of all, I had to realize like I have preferences and that's fine as a human being. And then I was like, well, now I have to tell them I don't want to do it. Normally, I would just lie and be like, I have ice skating lessons or some weird <laughs> shit. Like, oh, I can't. Like, some weird thing. And instead, I was like, oh, I don't have to lie. And it's not that big of a deal. And I just get to have a preference where I say, no, thanks. That's not my thing. What so, do they say? They said, I, we totally understand. Thank you so much. That's great. Because I said, I adore you guys. I would love to do anything with you. This is just not my bag. The well, end. Did you feel like a like a... You had a woman. Yeah. Did you feel like a woman? Yeah. And a boss. And yes. did you feel like, oh, I'm prepared no matter what now for another one of these situations? Yes. It was like I bought the most perfect Ann Taylor boss suit that uh -huh. I now mm. am wearing invisibly for Your the rest of my life. Where I finally realized that my own reason is good enough. I never do that. I'm always like, yeah, I'll go with you to this concert with a million people there and no seating and like general admission. I'll Isn't go. That your thing? That's so not my thing. Not my thing. And I don't have to be like, I love you. I, I care about you. So I'm going to go and be supportive of you and then hate it and be like, oh, I'll be yes. like, I, that's not my thing, but I'll go to dinner with you beforehand. Exactly. You get to, you Thanks know what? Morning. It's better to state your thing or what isn't your thing than people know instead of treating them like they're weird hothouse flowers that couldn't handle the facts of <laughs> right. just like, I don't like that. Like you don't have to match personalities with the people around you to get along with them. You don't have to like, you don't have to just because you get picked for a thing. I think that's the other mm -hmm. element. I was honored to be picked because I didn't necessarily know these people, but it was like a comedy thing. So it was like, we've picked you. Ooh. And so I felt like that, that's like a thing in this business where people kind of use that as like, well, you have been chosen now do exactly what we want you to do. Or, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you kind of get in on something. And they also say there's so many, there's so much in this 
in our society that's like, you have to say yes to things that scare you. You have to say yes and try it. You have to yeah. see if you can do it when it's like, and that's so much pressure to be like, well, if I say no, I'm letting myself down. I'm not, I'm not doing this and that. And so you stress and stress about it when really it's like, it's, it could be something that it's just not right for you. Right. It's the difference between being an adventurer. It's like, I'm, I am an adventurer. I don't live like a closed down life. So I don't have to say yes to everything because I do. Oh, I do that in all these other ways. So there get to be ways where I'm just like, no. How much would you rather to if you invited someone to go do something and like, oh, you know, I wish I could do it. That sounds so fun. But I have an orthodontia appointment and then I have a kite flying lesson. And you're like, God damn. Okay, I'll try and get you in the next one. Wouldn't you rather they were like, oh, I don't want to do that. You just cross them off your list. Yes. And then you know that person. It's like that's the point of actually being friends with people or getting to know people is actually knowing what they're like as opposed to like, are you going to be my weird shadow? Oh, then go fuck yourself. Like no one's looking for that. (laughs) So you might as well just assert yourself and just be like, hey, cool. But no, thanks. Like that, and and that that's uh, I'm saying that as if this is something other people need to hear. When I know that as a forty-something woman, that's completely my <laughs> realization. That I'll, probably a lot of people at you know around twenty were like, "Yeah, that's fine." But for me, I just never was able to do this until like literally two days ago, where I was like. Oh, the phrase "not my thing" is uh, is a full sentence. That's I feel like that's you being say. vulnerable. Is Two, it? right? Do you think it is? Wouldn't Brené, Bren? Brené, Brené Brown of Daring Greatly, Daring Greatly would say, "Be vulnerable," because that is you do. You are like, here's what I like and don't like, and they could come back at you and be like, "Karaoke's not your thing." Yeah, don't you like art? And you'd be like, <laughs> uh, you "Or they this. could be like, you're by saying no, you're somehow an asshole or a snob, which is like my big thing." Is and like, that's their that that's their issue. Right. As I guess long as you're not a dick about it. Probably wouldn't work for someone's birthday party. <laughs> and they're like, do you want to celebrate my existence? And you're like, I really don't want to. <laughs> I guess you could just be like, parties aren't my thing. What do you do, though, if like, like I had a, f- you know, like I have friends and it really stresses me out lately when people are like, here's what I'm doing for my birthday. And it's this incredibly complicated thing. Like, no. go to a fucking bar and, dr- and let people buy you drinks like a normal human being. Instead, don't make me drive to Pasadena to some like a bar that has this complicated thing and well, like a dress code and a, a list dress code and then I'm gonna have to drive home and I don't want to dr- I don't want to put myself in a situation hey. where I need to drink a drive that's basically a drinking and driving themed party if you're inviting people <laughs> to Pasadena to drink and then drive I mean yes. that's that's your that's what you're asking I think for. birthdays are like come with me to this place I love to go to and don't make me pay for any of it well, let's play. It was my let's play. It was my birthday. Let's want to play a slumber party game. That's you. You can't say no because it's you can't a say. Party. I don't know why I asked you that. But it's my thing now. I I love to say no. I finally figured out how to do it. You can't like, say no. Yeah. You could say no. Well, okay, let's so, hear what it is. Let's hear what it is. Are you gonna put my hand in water? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna put no. your hand in water. You're just gonna urinate on yourself. Okay, fine. And it's fine. gonna be recorded. Are you okay. cool with that? <laughs> yes, sure, guys. It's my thing. I want to belong to the party. But no, we play yeah. a game called It Was My Birthday, and uh, no, it's not. It's called. It was my birthday. birthday. And it, that's just essentially like, it's like an, an font would be like Adobe entitlement. <laughs> <laughs> but so, uh, but we talk about your best birthday or even your last birthday or your worst birthday. But you know, it's funny because like every time you see a person, like someone's a dick to you in a parking lot, right? They cut you off and you're like, you're a dick. 
But you're like, you know what? That person has had like a really bad birthday. That person, <laughs> what did that person do on their last birthday? And that can, like, what if that person like missed their flight and ate Cheetos alone on their last birthday? Well, what you don't if, know that also, about them. Like, what, what if it's like you have a secret to birthdays? Like our friend True. Kat just went to Chicago alone for her birthday and was like, fuck everyone. Yeah. Goodbye. Wow. Yeah. To do a specific thing? To go see the city and eat and drink and have fun. Oh, wow. By yourself, because she hates birthdays. Birthdays? What about you? She doesn't like drinking and driving. <laughs> she doesn't like drinking and driving. To Pasadena. We're going to go Shocking. to the Jägermeister go-kart field. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was a little nervous, Allie, of your last birthday party. It what ended up being great. One? Oh, I thought my last one was foolproof. It was great. But before, but bef- when I got the invitation, I was like, huh? It was a full... Beaver Moon Party. She had a party in a, in a in a field late at night yes. where it's illegal to go to late at night and oh, drink. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And also initially when you put the, when you made the invitation, you accidentally made it to start at 11 p.m. Oh, that's because I was I made it in New York and I met yes. West Coast time. Anyway, on my, my last birthday, there was a full moon and the last moon in November is called a full beaver moon because <laughs> that is when uh, Native American tribes would build dams like their last dams before everything froze over anyway um, so it was a full beaver moon party and I was like I have a telescope let's just go meet in, at night in a public park and you can bring wine if you want also someone brought something to make an open fire you're right it was a little <laughs> I looking back on it I was like what could be simpler <laughs> yeah you're right I'm sorry it was great it was ended up being such a great party but I was yeah. so it, it was a stressful thing because what this because like all the variables were yes. too yeah so many variables there were a lot of ways you could get arrested un unintentionally right. arrested exactly mm-hmm. and the, the peeing situation is difficult yeah the people peed in bushes yeah always a concern right yeah, yeah especially for someone who pees a lot like yeah myself. for sure me too I really didn't realize uh, <laughs> quite what a terrible idea that was anyway what was your last birthday <laughs> I think that's fun <laughs> it was so much fun but I do have that thing of I would have been the person that was always looking for cops if I knew that yeah. was a possibility and then I would have that I just have that weird thing of yeah. like I don't want to get in trouble if the cops showed up I would have just been like astronomy and they would have been like oh sweet continue <laughs> moon gazing I don't know like I'm naive about it I was like no one here has a knife right yeah. exactly. well you don't know your friends that well that's do you true. or the people hiding in the bushes Right. 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 Who were just us peeing. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. Your last birthday or your best worst birthday. I can't remember my last birthday because I think it was like, it was one of those, I, maybe I was home with my family and we just did something really low key. Where's your family? Uh, Northern California. Oh, that's lovely up there. Yeah. It's pretty nice. I feel like Um, there's a lot of goat farms and like dairies and wineries. Yeah. Rolling hills. Well, tons of rolling hills. Like gift shops that close at like six. Yeah, because they're just going to make dinner in the back. Shut up. That's (laughs) amazing. There's a place that's on the way from my hometown, Petaluma. You drive out to the beach, which is only like 20 minutes away. And you drive through a little, you can drive through a little town called Freestone and it is a one street town and one of the only things in the town is a bakery Mm. and you stop at the Freestone bakery and it's these women we went there like just by chance on Halloween one year and it's clearly a coven of witches that run this bakery (laughs) because it's just all these women in this huge room making all this insane all these insane baked goods and breads and things that are like insanely delicious for whom like whom buys them um well they ship them to like, oh. my town and then cool. the, and maybe san francisco because they're very artisan it's almost yeah. like la brea bakery style <gasps> but desserts as well that's my but dream it was like we happened upon it 
It was uh, the best. And I, for probably 20 minutes, I was like, I think I have to move here. Cause it's like in this part of, um, Sonoma County where it's all rolling hills, green rolling hills. And then these long strands of eucalyptus, um, uh, lanes of eucalyptus that to it. me is just my favorite. What visual. if, um, yeah, what if we need to do that? Move to a tiny place. If you could get a discount on pastries, would you become a witch? Oh. Like, would you be like, I'll join your Wiccan party. How, what kind of discount do I get? I think that's a big stretch. Yeah. I'd do it. You can make your own pastries. Can uh, you, is there like a Wicca light? Is there like a oh. semi-Wicca? Like, so you could just skim? Wickish? Like you, candles, just a candle thing? Just candles and like dresses and like kind of like wolves. But like you're, you don't have to do any spells or there anything. There must be spiritual. Right? You're a spiritual person. You just get one of those stickers that says like "Women run with the wolves" or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you gotta have crystals, right? You know what I want? I want to put something on my my Hyundai Elantra that says "My other car is a broom." <laughs> That's all I want. Um, speaking of witches and brooms and stuff, yeah. Can we ask you your ghost stories? Oh, oh yes. That's my. We hear that you have great ones. I do. I have two. Uh, one is from college. We lived in this house in Sacramento, um, that uh, it was me and three other girls and it was the summertime in Sacramento. So uh, my friend, one of my friends had the upstairs, what you, it was like a redone attic that she literally couldn't be in for the whole summer because it was probably 300 degrees in this oh, room because no. Sacramento, yeah. like outside it was 110 Jesus. and inside our house it was probably 90 but then if you the closer you got to the swamp heater it would it was like 89 Ugh. so we'd literally get drinks and sit around the swamp heater all day that's long a swamp heater it's the thing that goes in the window that's that's it cools like electrically as opposed to central air oh you it know has the, a, it has water in it so it, mm-hmm. it's almost like a mist fan so I've it never it heard of it like a little mist of water on you then your body is like okay i'll evaporate this and your body temperature goes down like <laughs> half of half a degree wow so we'd like sit with our like our arms up on the swamp heater oh. and like try to get cool it was really super miserable so um basically we would have friends over all the time and we would party at night and then Inevitably, somebody would wake up in the day and go, who was doing dishes last night? And nobody would... We never put it together. We never talked about it. It would always be like, no, I didn't. And one time I slept on the couch in the front room and I distinctly heard the water running. I woke up, the water was running, dishes were being moved around because we never did the dishes. You're the ghost made. sink full. And so there was like some action in the kitchen um, and I never even thought to ask any I was just kind of like oh that it was like that weird thing you know in your 20s and you just kind of are going along you're just hoping everything doesn't explode all the time so <laughs> especially like, when there's a lot of you too because you just don't check in with anyone yeah you don't check in and you're you're like I avoided the kitchen altogether because I never washed one dish and they hated me for it <laughs> no. and I didn't care so it was always kind of like well let's just see if one of them starts crying and then I'll do the dishes it was it was kind of it, you know I was the, the evil roommate so anyway we had that a couple times, and then one night, or what? I had this dream that was very, very upsetting. I my room was in the front of the house, and I had this dream that I heard people talking on our front porch, and I got up and looked out, and it was like an old fashioned door with the glass at the top, mm-hmm. and I looked out, and there was a mother and a daughter with braids and with a suitcase, and the mother was saying to the daughter, "We're just going to stay here for a little while, and <gasps> hopefully he goes away." <gasps> We'll just, we'll just hide here. And we had this weird tiny front porch on this house. So 
literally I woke up like in the dream. I was just looking out the window, watching them talk. And then I woke up and I was really upset when I woke up. So oh it was it was like a nightmare, but it didn't track as nightmarish <sighs> except for just the f- really bad feeling. Yeah. Like, such goosebumps right now. So I opened the f- door to my room, which opened onto the front room near the swamp heater and my other roommate who was supposed to be up in her attic room that couldn't sleep up there, slept downstairs all the time. When I opened my door, she woke up and she went <gasps> like that. And I was like, <gasps> I was looking at her and she's like, Oh, I just had the worst nightmare. And I go, was it the mother and daughter with the braids? <gasps> no, and no, no. she burst into <gasps> tears and goes, why did you say that? Why did you say that? Oh, and like, like start screaming. And then we were just both staring at each other. And we, we talk about Allie's face real quick before we go on right now. Cause Allie is hyperventilating. Are you crying a little bit? <laughs> She's crying. <laughs> you're making Allie's day right now. Um, it's so scary. It was crazy. <laughs> Allie, you're crying. Shut up. And so here's the thing that like, this is what I love about this story is then like in any good horror film, you find out who you used to live there. Everyone leaves for oh. the weekend, but me. Oh, <laughs> no. Bye, I say innocently to everyone as this thing happens that like literally seconds after it happened, we're both cracking keystone lights as if nothing happened and not talking about it. Oh, my God. Um, So everyone leaves for the weekend and I'm in this empty house by myself. So and I'm reading Silence of the Lambs, the book. Oh, good. Bad idea. So I go to bed and I wake up. Oh, this is, this is going to take a little bit of explaining. It's slightly irritating, but my bath, the bathroom was connected to my room and then the back hallway. So there was a door that opened onto the bathroom from my room. And then the, on the other side of the bathroom, it opened onto the hallway where my roommate Christie's room was and the stairs up to the attic. And I woke up in the middle of the night hearing someone walking down that back hallway. And I was laying, um, with my back to my room facing the wall hearing slow footsteps and I thought this is I'm asleep this isn't really happening it's just the house crickling and the more I'm saying that to myself the more it's very definitive footsteps Holy walking down this hallway shit. then I hear the bathroom door open no then I hear three footsteps go across the linoleum to the door to my no, room no I would no. kill myself no. then I hear the door to my room open nope. so at this point I am just staring at this wall Dustin's face right now too is I'm losing I'm fully it. awake I, I believe that I'm awake I'm sure we could go back and they could prove doctors that you I wasn't or something but I'm positive I was yeah. awake you were having a, you were having an experience and I was having a very real, real experience I'm staring at the wall going this is how I die no way that's so crazy because I've always been interested in murder and now I'm going to be murdered. You like thought I, I was like a murderer. I was positive. There was a man in the house. Yeah. My door, my bedroom door opens. I hear two <gasps> slow, quiet steps on shag carpet, which was what was in my room. Then I feel my bed tip back <gasps> as he sits on the edge of my bed. And I'm staring, literally like my hands were underneath my cheek, like a little prayer mode. And I feel, I just feel myself tip backwards. <gasps> like towards him? Towards him. And then one arm goes under me and one um comes across and starts hugging me hugging me hug tight 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 until like all the air is pushed out of me and i am sitting there like i can't breathe and i'm like holy shit did you think it was a person still yes and then and then like boom it was just over so like suddenly 
I could breathe. I took this crazy gasping breath and called my sister and was like, you have to, it was like three 30 in the morning. And I called my sister and said, you have to come and get me right now. And she was so mad at me. Cause she was like, you scared the shit out of me. And I'm like, you, you have to come right now. You can't like get in your car in whatever you're wearing and come and get me. And did she do it? Yes. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And then I stayed at her house until all my roommates came back. And then we just kept living there. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you tell them about it? Um, yeah. But I mean, I, it was really embarrassing. Like I didn't, I was by myself. Yeah. I was reading this scary book. I just didn't think people believed me. But what I honestly think happened, because I kind of believe in stuff like that. And I just, I was hugged by a ghost. I was hugged by somebody. Yeah. I'm that's positive. That's so much worse than Touch My Angel, by the way. <laughs> It's not, yeah, there's no Delarice in my story. Um, I think that the person that was living in this house killed those two, the mother and daughter. And I think his ghost is still in that house. And I think he put the mother and daughter in my room and then went and murdered them. That's just my personal theory. Holy shit. How long had that house been there? It was from the 30s. Holy ball. That's like the the most haunted time in the world. (laughs) It was a bad time for haunting. Did you ever ask the landlord how many bodies were found? No, because the problem was we were always like super late with our rent. And when we finally moved out, we just put all... This is one of my favorite, like a visual that'll stay in my head forever. We just, we cleaned out the whole house. And so we had like, say, 20 garbage bags filled with garbage and we just put them all in the garage and shut the door (laughs) knowing we weren't going to get our deposit back knowing it was just like yeah exactly just burn burn the ground and run so I can't even I've tried to look it up and I don't know what the exact address is did you ever have you talked to those roommates since and like compared as adults compared notes no we had it was like early 20s everybody fell apart yeah kind of thing yeah yeah, you don't talk to them anymore yeah slowly one by one it was like it all peeled off and Mm went terribly awry so that's the worst thing i've ever heard i actually still do talk to my friend patty riley who's the one that lived in the attic i'm still good friends with her but for a while her we ghost were, we or her oh. oh wait she's been dead this whole time oh. that's the scariest shit yeah, i've ever heard <laughs> we need to recover from that it's pretty good i feel like i'm um, pretty good you guys have a good podcast <laughs> you out <laughs> Bye. you checking out checking yeah, out you just can't <laughs> no can't do it that's no, for scary. like life, for life wise. You're like, oh. remember that day that Allie became catatonic and never functioned again? <laughs> remember when she couldn't anymore? Yeah, she, she just didn't. She just what, stopped. Can doing you it. check yes or no? No, I can't. <laughs> That's <laughs> the scariest shit ever. It was pretty crazy. I just love that it was so like when you watch those ghost shows. When I watch them now, even you watch these people who have things happen to them over and over again, and they don't move out of the house or do anything. Yeah, and it seems so stupid, but having actually gone through it. You can't talk about it. Like you, it's so weird, but like people will be like, who was doing the dishes last night? And like liter- legitimately angry. And, and you just kind of go like, huh, whatever. Cause it's so weird. You just don't know. You don't have the answers. And that's so you hard don't. to come to that conclusion to, to be like, must have been a ghost right. doing the dishes. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Wait, do you, how do you explain it? If someone's like, please explain how this happened. Are you like fucking ghosts? Or are you like, you know what? It could have been. I tried it. I was taking a new allergy medication. Like <laughs> what? How do you explain it? What do you think is the explanation? I mean, it could have been a medical thing. To get hugged by a ghost and have the same dream? Right. The same dream thing is the reason why... Like, I could have said, oh, I was having a very upsetting lucid dream or something Mm -hmm. like that. And it was based on the fact that I was reading, you know, Silence of the Lambs. Except for what happened... It had nothing to do with, like, I wasn't a detective. There was no... You know what I mean? It wasn't like... I never saw the thing's face. It wasn't, you know... 
it wasn't the same at all. So uh, I don't know how to explain it. I just think that there were super bad vibes in that house to begin with. I think having the same dream as your roommate in a way that I weirdly like blind tested her accidentally yeah. just by saying the thing. And she like, it was like you, she did not like it and was like very upset by wow. the fact that it happened that way. And I kind of have that thing of like, fine, if the scientist came in and said radon gas was leaking yeah. in and you mm-hmm. hallucinated, I'd be like, fine. But I also know the experience that I had and I can remember it very, very clearly. So. I wonder how many like, you know, the bad vibes you get in certain places that you go and visit and like, I wonder like what percentage of them is. I, I wish we could know, like, well, yeah, that guy that was sitting at the counter is a fucking serial rapist. Yeah. I was just That's gonna why say, you had bad vibes. It, what if we, you know how before we used to be like, well, you must, if you have bad humors, that must <laughs> yeah. be, you need to get this part of your body leached. Like, we didn't know what cancer was for a long time, maybe, mm-hmm. and we didn't know what diabetes was, and we didn't know that we were like, well, the woman can only make daughters kill her. <laughs> like, we didn't know yeah. how science worked. What if we find out, or what if the next generation is like, oh, yeah, people didn't believe in bad vibes and now we have vibometers and you can just tell where vibes are coming from well I, yeah well it's just i was gonna say like the guy robert durst in the jinx Ugh. where the first time i saw his face on the tv screen he was like it was one of those perp walks where he was coming around a corner i don't know with the perp walk, was the perp walk? The yeah, perp walk. When, they, when they like walk the perp to court or out of court to Ooh. jail like to get him arraigned like that would be the first perp walk like orange jumpsuit jail jailers around him type of like has his hair the way it was when he got arrested or whatever yeah so the first time i saw that shot his eye like he looked like a demon to me yeah and i think there's like those there are those people that i think you you could be you could know about certain people but you also just wouldn't it's about a safety thing where you're not normally around like full-on psychopaths Mm -hmm. so you probably aren't working on it to mm-hmm. go oh i better really get this sense going yeah but if we i don't know if but that it's was also if you studied. think i was just talking to a butterfly expert about like monarch butterflies being poisonous and then they there's mimicry where other butterflies are not poisonous but they look a lot like it so birds are like oh hell no i'm not gonna eat that and they're like wah, wah, I'm not poisonous. <laughs> mm-hmm. but when was the last time you saw someone in a jumpsuit and handcuffs and you're like he seems cool like <laughs> right. you have like it's the same thing where like you see anyone in a mug shot shot is like shit is like you're like oh that's a crazy person well, also because you never time, see normal people like that yeah, also true. with the same the same time with that is like what if you see someone like i have a bad vibe about him but really it's your brain being like those eyebrows and that the look in his eye and that like that lip and teeth are the same ones that like hitler had and you just don't put it together because your brain just automatically that does tiny it. mustache right yeah. and you're, you're like, like charlie chaplin's an asshole <laughs> <laughs> why does he keep yelling at everybody oh my God. <laughs> he's probably out of films well it's i've been so going clicky i've been going to uh gi doctors to figure out what the fuck is wrong with my stomach and why i'm constantly belching hey hey uh, marry me and it's my favorite thing about you the Georgia belches. Uh-huh. You're good at it. I'm great at it. You're good at. It. I wonder if you have a be- like if people have belch scores. Like I'd say that your belch score would be pretty high. I would, I would compete. Yeah, yeah you know what sure. I mean. I'd be confident competing in that Olympic it, sport. It brings a party together. Does it, it? Or does it scare everyone away? It doesn't scare anybody. You say they bring us party together, but you're the only person from that party that I was belching at and told to stop belching <laughs> by my boyfriend. <laughs> Glenn is Well, it. you asked for suggestions. I think he was pressed. That's. Mm. Came but up also, with it pretty quick. It's <laughs> <laughs> when I said, "Am I doing okay, baby? Am I like, am I being okay at this party?" That I don't know that many people. Well, yeah, but um, you might want to stop belching so loudly. 
It's like a, you're like a human frog. It was the only thing that made me feel comfortable at that party. I literally was on the verge of like, I'm going to drop these mashed potatoes off and I'm fucking out of here. And then Georgia oh, started belching. Like by a myself. party frog. Because Georgia was wearing like a vintage dress and matching pillbox hat or whatever. No, and I was I like, oh good. I wore my flip flops. I don't belong here. Uh, you know, the girl, the girl qualifications. I've, I've skipped all of them. I overdo then, it because I'm a fucking man. <laughs> There's no other way besides looking under my dress that you wouldn't know that I'm a dude. Everyone's must like Vince is just like ventriloquisting. He's just burping <laughs> with his mouth closed and tugging a string behind him. Wait, but you so you're going to GI doctors? Oh yeah, and there I'm learning so much about the gut and therefore gut feelings and oh, how right. it's actually gut feelings is the same as having a feeling from your brain. They call your gut your second brain because right. you make eighty percent of your serotonin yeah. in your guts. Mm-hmm. And number it's number two. I mean, there's a joke well, in there somewhere that I'm just, sure. Yeah. I, there, oh, Sometimes if you just say number two, the joke will come. It'll follow up. And number two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you guys tried Blue Apron yet? Have you done that? It's so fun. Here's the deal. They send you a box. It's filled with awesome food. And then they're like, here's how you cook the food. You're like, dope. Got it. So Blue Apron, number one fresh ingredient recipe delivery service in the country. They're killing it. And so their mission is to make home cooking accessible to everyone. So they send you exactly what you need to make each recipe. There's no food waste. They're like, here's what you do, dummies. Here's how you cook it. But they're nicer to you about it than I am. The thing I like about them, too, is that they have these partnerships with like 150 local farms and fisheries and ranchers. So their seafood is sourced sustainably and they have responsibly raised beef and chicken and pork. So I I feel like that's good karma. And if you spend a lot of money on restaurants or delivery, you actually, with Blue Apron, if you're cooking at home with them, you spend under $10 per person for a really good meal. So that's a pretty good deal. And it's a lot easier than just like wandering around a supermarket with a recipe list being like, I don't know how much tarragon I need. Don't want to die. So try Blue Apron. If you've never tried it before, just go to blueapron.com slash slumber party. Again, it's blueapron.com slash slumber party. Your first three meals will be free you're welcome with free shipping on us give it a try and then tweet at us and instagram some pictures of what you cooked i want to see what it is i mean they have things like spicy shrimp and korean rice cakes with cabbage and furikake i don't even know what furikake is but i want to see a picture of it okay go forth cook don't you guys what have we learned don't don't push it (laughs) number two if we've learned anything let's do another slumber party yeah let's do another slumber which one you know which one the snack Snacks. Snacks. Okay, Karen. Yeah. When it's late at night, like midnight, mm-hmm. and you're hungry, and you hear a ghost doing dishes <laughs> in the kitchen, <laughs> but you want to make a snack. It's a weird snack, too. It's like, it's like, it's not like a snack you would share with other people. It's a snack that you're like, well, I have this, and I have this, and I'm going to put these things together, and I'm going to shove them into my face. Mm-hmm. It's a shame-free zone. Okay. Yeah. And it could be any, like, what's the thing that you're like, oh, this is really good. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll take kettle corn and then I'll pour coffee creamer in a bowl <laughs> and I'll eat it with a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was incredible. It's like cereal. <laughs> is it? <laughs> it's a like shame. cereal. It's a shame-free zone, Georgia. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, I thought it was just for Karen. That, that, that helps. That was... I mean, truly, the gloves are off. I can say anything now. Yeah, it feels totally free. I did know when Allie was at the store and she was like, I gotta get snacks. What does Karen like? And I'm like, well, I know that she likes onion dip. Yes. Right? Yes. For sure. I think this past Super Bowl, 
I was by my I was at home by myself and I bought onion dip old school soup into sour cream with ruffles. Yeah. And then I'd say I, I got through the first third and then I was like, you had best put this away. <laughs> you had best get rid of this. Cause you could, I mean, there's no reason to stop eating that. There's no, no it, there's, and you get thirstier and thirstier and the dip is cold and <laughs> yeah. wet. So you're like, this is liquid. And it, it really becomes very painful. The salt and the, well, the, what's great about it is that like, after like the first quarter, you realize, like you realize how, what the perfect amount of chip to dip ratio is and so you keep trying it and then you want to try like two chips to dip this dip yeah. Yeah. and you just keep experimenting I that's dip the, you dip we dip that's yeah, exactly <laughs> but that's also the kind of thing where I would get lost in it and forget that people could see me I would start getting very task oriented Mm-hmm. And and like kind of forget that there was people around. So I was like, oh yes, uh, just the right amount or just the right density or whatever. Horrifying. I only go to shit so because of snacks. You're just under your coat with the chip and the dip, and the rest of the party. Can everyone happening? leave the room? Or I'll tell you what happened in the Super Bowl. Um, Live I think- tweeting your chip and dip. <laughs> Almost got it. So close. The percentages were just slightly off. Oh, no. I think the thing that's embarrassing, but I really love. And this is actually, it's not like, um, a jerry rigged snack. It's actually an official party, uh, hors d'oeuvre that my friend used to make when we lived in New York. She would always bring it. And it's a block of Philadelphia cream cheese cut in half. And in the middle, you fill it up with wasabi. What? Um, and then you stick the other half back on. So it looks like a big, huge fat green sandwich <gasps> with, right? Cut, crust cut off. Then you get some, rice crackers and then you get some soy sauce and you pour soy sauce over the top in a very 70s hors d'oeuvre way so it's like, it just looks like a drizzly thing uh-huh. and then you just eat <laughs> did she make this up i've never it heard was of her this. mom's recipe oh and God. we used to just we used to go to parties or have like parties because we all work together and just stand around this dish and just be like just is it one of those things that's like it. so much better than you think it's going yeah, to be? Exactly. I guarantee you that it came out of an article entitled Oriental Party Dip. Who wants to go fly east for the flavor? <laughs> yeah. And then like the, the tablescape for the photo is just like the most racist thing yeah, that ever happened. There's like Chinese stuff, but it's Japanese wasabi. Yeah. <laughs> no. A picture of Mickey Rooney from Breakfast at Tiffany's on the table, lovingly oh, no. placed no. in the center. I know, but it's so good because if you have a Philly roll, it's all of those elements, kind of. Yeah. Right? right? Yeah. Except for the fish. If you which... put some fake, some K-R-A-B, some crab in there right. somewhere. Or some smoked salmon. Smoked salmon. It would be a Philly roll. Totally. Oh my god! I'm you know what? Tomorrow. My mom used to make us, and I still kind of crave. You get a piece of um, like de- deli meat turkey, and you put a you put a smear of cream cheese down the middle. Yes. and then you wrap a p- it around a pickle spear. Yes, pickle. Yeah, it is. I don't. I haven't had this since I was a kid, and my mouth is watering. So right is now. mine. But I think that's just because we're like, oh, so much vinegar. I gotta yeah. Yeah. move it. I used to do that with bologna. Uh, our latchkey kid situation. That is a latchkey like, snack. Was just like a two inches of cream cheese <laughs> on a wafer of bologna. Me, my my sister and I for our latchkey snacks, it was either Seven Up or lemonade, and just stacks of buttered saltines. Oh, yes. yeah, Butter, or toast. 
Yeah. Just like six pieces of toast each. <laughs> it was white so bread or like brown? Um, sourdough. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah, sourdough is good. And just watching all the reruns of Three's Company and learning all <laughs> yes. about bad gender dynamics. Yes. <laughs> My dad would let us watch it when he was home. We would have to like sneak it when he was home. Yeah. I think that's where I got my style from. Janet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've wanted to go as Mrs. Roper for Halloween for like 30 years. I'll be Mr. Well. Roper. We carry a plunger Absolutely. and it seems sexually unattractive <laughs> to me. I do that for you. What's your next? This is a good game. Yeah. Um, Halloween is coming up in like seven or eight months. It's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> so you better get yeah, ready. Yeah. I hope you know. <laughs> I know. What was you, um, if you had to be a Halloween thing, oh, or yeah. what were you last year? Or like, you what's your up? dream Halloween that you'll never do? Last year, it's so funny because I kind of, since that, I think the last time I honestly dressed up besides this past year, was in that haunted house. I dressed as Jackie O, got drunk at <gasps> seven, and was passed out for my whole party. No. I Wait. had, and it was Jackie O with the blood on her. So I had this kind of awesome, like, pillbox hat, 60s, one of those dresses that had the little jacket matching. Uh, like a, a Chanel suit? It, yeah, ba- basically. And I, just, like, we sp- sprayed blood all over the front of it. <gasps> oh and we're, like, God. all ready for the party, but I had already started drinking, like, at three. No. So by the time, like, literally people, I remember my cousin John showing up, and my cousin John was a guy with a toothache so he came in with a thing wrapped around his head oh yeah I love and those. in a robe and that was his costume and i remember seeing him and laughing <laughs> and then going and laying down and being uh, totally passed out for the rest of my and party. this is your early 20s yeah. you spent all that time splattering brains and blood on yourself oh my god what were, god you were probably drinking like all, like wine coolers amaretto sour yeah. or something yes wine coolers Ugh. there's a lot of midori for oh. some reason. Oh, no. Midori God. was like, when we discovered melon balls, it was like, hallelujah. Yeah. Um, but Keystone Light, for some reason, was like, I think it was always yeah, on sale the shit? at the like fake 7-Eleven across the street. That's a definitely a Sacramento drink, I think. Oh, right? yeah, I yes. know. Yeah, for sure. They must have made it up there or something. Hams? They had hams, hams was there. Beer. Remember Natty Light? Yes. People yes. used to drink natural light in my in the dorms. Yeah. I'd see them carrying like the 36 packs, like a ghetto blaster, these stupid, dumb white kids in Santa Barbara with like a little soul patches and like have necklaces Ew. and be like, yeah. 3-11. Like, the worst. Well, <laughs> I still hang out with people who drink like Bud and Bud Light and I'm like, what are you, do- what are you doing? Well, I think it's, my dad like is a humongous Budweiser. Like, he's like a weird like lifelong fan will never drink anything yeah, else. They have like this, this, uh, what is it called? Affinity, like loyalty, a attachment loyalty. loyalty. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And also I think it's like a certain taste. Like when you're drinking for maximum in ingestion, you're you don't want to like get all caught up in the complexity of an IPA. You're just like get this fucking beer down, especially because you know you're going to be drinking for the next twelve hours. Yes, you guys, it's hydrating because it's three percent alcohol, <laughs> yes, right, and twenty calories <laughs> per can, and water from down by the river. Oh, I, I have whenever I'm at a barbecue or something, and someone's like, "Do you want something to drink?" And you're like, "Okay, yeah, what do you have?" And like, "Well, there's there's uh, sink water or there's beer," and you're like, "Okay," they're like, "You can drink." the water that's the melted ice at the bottom of the cooler and you're like ah and I went to I went to a party last weekend like a like a cool girls barbecue birthday barbecue and I was like do you want to drink I was like yeah and it was like shitty beer or a huge handle of warm vodka and a, there was a liter of coke and there was no ice and I was just like oh, and there was like there was like refrigerator ice which makes me sad mm-hmm. yeah fridge ice and it tastes weirdly salty yeah and yeah, then yeah. only solo cups and I was like what is happening so I would like okay well maybe I'll have a glass of vodka like a sip some vodka but I don't want to sip it out of a solo cup with oh that all of or some old yeah. fr- freezer ice yeah it tastes like like 
old peas. Oh, it, uh, it, it always, totally. Slight, there's always a garlic vibe. Yeah. That's where you need a vibometer to be like, what vibe <laughs> is in this ice? Garlic. garlic, garlic and like a couple coffee grounds. Yeah. Do you ever do that where you yeah. like, you get some ice out and you're like, I didn't put the coffee anywhere near this area. You know what? I think ground. it's really a weird thing that they haven't invented. Like, like covered ice cube trays is not like a normal thing. Covered? Yeah, yes, why isn't there right. like a basic plastic covering for, I don't know. for ice cube trays? I am, I, because also then you could chaser. stack it easier. Totally. Sorry, but you, to interrupt it. Yeah, because you can, you always stack or I always stack them wrong. Of course. I can't, you, I cannot deal with ice trays. Like the idea oh, that Ali, I mean, you don't do that. No, if I'm going to go to my, my freezer and they're like, you have an option of eight ice cubes <laughs> is your maximum. I would lose my shit. I buy bags of party ice. Oh, you do. I've been buying bags of party ice for 15 years where I was like, I can't going to someone's uh, freezer and they're like, yeah, ice trays are in there. And I'm like, you have four ice cubes left. <laughs> what are we going to make do? some more? You, you should, you could have spent your money on a really nice refrigerator. I know that has water and ice. Yeah, I know you spent so much money on ice bags and water, water things. I, like my, we've discussed my water situation on this podcast for two years. And we talked about I, it alone too. It's like, not I, just the podcast. I can't get it together. It's the part of my life where it's like, how did like, how is that person still smoking a pack a day? And you're like, I don't know like how am i still buying water i can't figure it out like i i need to and you lugging need to it up your, it? to your fourth floor apartment i'm really frustrated you don't want to get involved with like a narrow head situation no or like because a- i don't know where to put the cooler in my home mm-hmm. and I, I don't know what to do with the seven like five gallon bottles of water yeah and then I still am going to need ice. You guys, I'm just, I'm sorry. <laughs> you seem so frustrated right now. You're still going to need ice. I love you say that like there's going to be a situation where you're going to buy bottles of water and you get ice with it. Yeah. Or it's like, like I'm not going to solve one problem and not the other I know, one. But you know, know what? This is what I do. It's very overwhelming what you, you're projecting. It's only problems. There's no solutions. No, you're right. You're right. I've, what I need is to own the home I live in, have a major filtration system, and then have an ice maker and a water dispenser in my refrigerator. But that's so many steps. Yeah, that's and getting a home. First. I've got some yeah. bad news. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you own a home. As a person who's got a home, yeah, I have never changed the filter in my <gasps> water thing ever. Is that I've thing lived there for ten years. Yeah. I think you're supposed to change it every once in a while. Where is the filter? What in your is the refrigerator? I have no idea. I, I think you'd have to pull the, the refrigerator out and like it's behind it somewhere. I think it's going to be thing. calcified. Like it's there's you're going to find some cool shit in there. Here's what's going to happen. And this is the most annoying thing about life. You're going to do it. It's going to take you three minutes and you're going to be like, what the fuck is yeah. wrong with me? And the water's going to taste so much so better. So much better. Everything, yeah. your life is going to be better. I know. Isn't it weird that I don't know how to solve my own water problem? But if you were like, hey, Ali, can you come over and change my filter? I'd be like, oh, yeah, that sounds yeah, fun. Totally. Yeah. That sounds like such fun. Because who knows? You could find like a have half of a man's finger in there. You could find like <laughs> a new species of like. That's that taste. Of, of ice feathers. I don't know. Or you could have been drinking mold this whole time and like de- you're depressed and you just yes. thought you were just depressed and it's mold <gasps> but it's it's a it's i'm drinking my own depression totally i mean that would be great if that was wouldn't that solution. be great if that was it if anyone, that easy <sighs> if anyone has water solutions hit us up at ali and georgia People are going we'll to. pass it on i love that about our listeners is they're like here's a really random oh we should read that listener email from the the, sn- the sn- uh, nose oh, boner one yeah do you want to hear a funny story yeah okay. go on but i just was gonna say uh, the last time I did dress up for Halloween to, to circle oh, yeah. all the way back around right. oh, bring it. was because Matt, our friend Matt McCarthy uh-huh. had a Halloween party and he said the uh, costumes were required. He did? Yes. Were you and dressed? So, huh? Yes. 
But you probably didn't notice because what I did was I went to CVS and I bought some blue scrubs, which you can buy at CVS. What? Nurses yeah. scrubs. I didn't know that. And I just went as the Ebola nurse. So because I didn't want to try and I didn't want to have like an outfit on and I didn't want to do anything, but I was like, this is perfect. And then I walked into this party and every person that I knew or was friends with at that party was not dressed up. And I was like, God damn it. Why did I fall for this? I'm not a dress up person. I, I bent over backwards because Matt, who he doesn't give a shit. And then the first person I see is Joe. He, of course he has no costume. Nobody that I knew yeah. at the party did. It was I showed up and we had a costume on. What did you do? Vince and I were fucking uh, <laughs> Henry Rollins and um, oh my god, uh, Dio, uh, Dio, Ronnie James Dio. No, <laughs> um, Henry Rollins and um, oh my god, help me out here, Dustin. Danzig. Danzig. Oh, what did I say? Glenn, Dio? I was Glenn Danzig Sorry. and he was um, Henry Rollins and we were in love. Henry and Glenn in love is That's like a. Nice. It was really book. badass. My what? dream. Wait, were we there at the same time? Yeah, you remember I crashed yours and Brent's conversation, and I was like, oh, I don't feel bad that I'm interrupting this private conversation because you're never going to fuck each other because you know because <laughs> one of you is gay. So That's I have true. to say though, if you were if you were dressed as the Ebola nurse and you didn't want to be at that party, you'd just be like, gotta go in quarantine, fuckers, yeah. and you yes. leave after two minutes. Yeah, I and you're actually out. you. I looked super normal. It looked like I came from work because I always wear clogs anyway. That's kind of how I base I base the whole <laughs> outfit on the fact that I need to wear these clogs. And I was like, all right, Ebola nurse, that's good. But after a while, it was like very comfortable. And those blues are like, look good with my features. Like it seemed like a good idea. Isn't it weird that you could probably just buy those at CVS and then roll around Kaiser and just like walk around all day and probably yeah. like pick up shit off of carts? You could get yes. an old um, like neck thing from a concert a or something. Yeah. yeah. And just wear that around. Yeah, it's like, like an Aerosmith backstage pass from 92. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah. what? And you flash it at people. Like, you're like, nurse, please go get me some gauze. <laughs> oh my God. Nobody try that. You just get free coffee all the time. Um, <laughs> can I? Can I tell you guys Such something? good hospital I smell coffee. so bad right now. Do you smell I'm bad? Really you sorry. smell bad? We don't yeah. care. I can't smell okay. anything. This is a pad kit. Everything smells about me. You I'm smell, sorry. you it's can smell as bad as you want. Do you want to hear, um, <laughs> oh yeah. Should we play another summer party game or do, should I read a, maybe we'll read that when we do a solo. Okay. We'll read it when we do a solo, but just know that it, it is concerning nose boners. We'll get there later. Also, what's another, email us people because you guys write the best stuff. Yeah. What's another, what's your next summer party game? Do you want to do, hmm. uh, let's do, what do you like? Let's do BB Boobop. <laughs> Let's do okay. Let's I guess boo boo more than bebop. <laughs> that was me computing. Like yeah. that was my brain going. What is it called when Hell. it's loading? Loading. Buffering. Buffering. Yeah. Thank you were you. buffering. Should we do light as a feather? Should we do? Let's do book club. Okay, I like book club. Okay, um, book club is just where we're like, what are you rating? It's we a good book club. <laughs> It's easily it's easy to organize when you have yeah, labels yeah. like that. Like yeah. Just file under book club. That's funny. I just went to the last bookstore for the first time, which is a the big, last bookstore with the big first bookstore time. downtown. Yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't mean to say it like I that. I know what I like it. Um, which was nice. And so I got a book by Colin McCann, who I love as an author. He mm -hmm. wrote a book called Let the Great World Spin, which is amazing. Ooh. And so he has another book called Transatlantic. I don't know if it's older or newer or whatever I just got it and then I got um kind of it looked like a it looked like an intelligent bodice ripper type book like it looked like an other Bolin girl type book yeah. that like when you're reading it you're like yeah okay you're a historical 
dramedy or you know drama <laughs> novel or writing about fucking yeah but it's just this is just like elizabethan fucking that's the only <gasps> reason this book is it's like not intelligent but it seems intelligent because it's in the fa- in the past is yes it, is it but are they is it like historically accurate like i ripped her broomers off or are they like kind of doing it kinky like they're like her g-strings were totally exactly <laughs> you're like wait a minute you're borrowing from the present and the past yeah. the ones i like are accurate because i really feel I don't want to read unless I'm going to learn something true and factual. Mm-hmm. Well, unless it's by an author that I really like. I, I want it to be some, like, almost like worth the time. This <laughs> is ridiculous. No, that makes That's sense. That's basically yeah. an excuse why I almost never read. But, um, so like, uh, the other Boleyn girl, I think, was true. I mean, like, that's just, they just kind of made it, they dramatized it for the yeah. story, but it really happened. That's also, what I'm looking for. This, as I opened it the other night, uh, it's about World War II and, and the Italian resistance and something and some girl and whatever. And some <laughs> boobs on the back of the book. Some She's actually reading from the summary right now. <laughs> <laughs> on the back of the book, it's like, it's been some shit There's with like some stuff. It's like a fucking girl in a sweater and, and resistance uh, and you know, girl. a gun or what have you, cigarettes. <laughs> and, um, but, and there's a piece of art. So on the cover, there was the art. And so I thought the book was from that era, but it's actually a fake World War II uh, novel because there was all the it has a map so I was like oh a map I'm gonna learn so much <laughs> then I get home and check the map and it's all fake Italian towns Shut that up. they say in the corner of like here are the fictional Italian towns we'll be talking about Rigatoni like, why, yeah. <laughs> why don't you do real Italian towns why don't you tell Italian me a real story yeah then maybe yeah. that Italian town like Pizzaville is gonna be like we never had <laughs> we never had a, a couple live there Pizzaville is like Pizzaville's known for not having that kind of thing. There's like, there's no bonus has ever been ripped in our town. (laughs) All these, all these like housewives come to Calzone town to be like, where's the tree under which they consummated? And you're like, oh, yeah. The spaghetti tree. (laughs) Yeah. You know when Matt Damon was the star of this movie? I I I would read some Elizabethan softcore porn. Yeah. I want to treat myself a little bit. I think it's fun. I think it's like, we've all, we've seen and heard and know about people fucking in and say an office building. Or right. you know, because the pool man came. But let's go back to what's different time and explore that era. Fun. Let's go because the, the fountain man came. The fountain. <laughs> so I'm here to replace the algaes. <laughs> yeah, he's also seventy, but it didn't matter back yeah, then. No, back then because right. you're fourteen like, and you're of marrying age. And yeah. it doesn't matter who has what VD because everyone's gonna die from one anyway. Everyone's yes. quite lousy with syphilis. Everyone is yeah. just. That's why I can't take holes. those seriously because I'm like. No, you're going insane because you have syphilis and you're oh, yeah. trying to fuck. You're, you've got so many diseases and it's just crusty down there. Yeah. yeah. So much crust. I mean, chamber pots, you guys. Ugh. Google it. Okay, Hi. wait. Ugh. Speaking yeah. of fucking. Okay. Do you want to play fuck that? Let's play fuck that. Okay, so fuck that is a game we play at the end. It's two things. It's one thing you love so much you would absolutely rip its bodice off. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and another thing that you hate so much, you're like, fuck that. I hate it. So we'll start with the thing you hate. That way we end on a on an uplifting note nice. we try we um, try I think the thing I really I was trying to think of like the thing I hate the most most and it's people who use smiling and positivity as like a weapon mm. <laughs> what monsters <laughs> yeah like those, there's those people who are like hi all the time but then they are like conniving and backstabbing and sociopathic but like get they get get you off kilter because of the smileyness Mm. like literally you baring their teeth and using their teeth is so Mm. you're offset of like 
it's just that same thing of like going with your gut reaction where you're looking at a thing where you're like, well, this is positive. So I guess I'm in the wrong for having this feeling when actually they're just showing their teeth to you. It's not, you know what I mean? Like, I just think people who, I guess it's about fakeness or whatever, but it's just that kind of thing of like, I would rather a person act neutral and then be sincere when they're actually happy. How can you tell? (laughs) Okay. How can you gauge a sincerity? Yeah. Um, well, it's just like kind of long-term action, I guess. So it's kind of like you, I, you take it for what it's worth as it happens, but then like it's the, I've just had that happen a couple times of the reveal where it's like, oh no, that person was whatever gunning for your job the whole time. Or that person was talking about you behind your back, whatever it is. That's like, I just have no respect for it. Cause it's like, well, if you're going to be a sociopath, have the balls to just be an asshole. You know, what's cool is people who are like just a a dick. They're like, I'm a dick. And then they're a dick to you and you can take it or leave it. What? I think it's funny that in this conversation we have the balls to be an asshole or a dick. <laughs> like anything else. Like don't be a pussy. Right? It's like, clearly the message. Don't get your titties in a twist. I'm sorry that I interrupted with this. It's like no, you're the right. most like grundelicious. You know what? Be the grundle. Don't don't be a dick or an asshole. Yeah. Be kind have be ballsy, so be a grundle. Yeah. It's be the neutral territory. Yeah. Just just actually mean what you say. I don't know. About or something along those dicks. lines. About dicks and balls. <laughs> Sorry. I think that's fair. I think that's a good, fair thing. Don't come at Karen with a fucking smiley face emoji when what yeah. we really are bringing is like, what? Like a mm, meh emoji. Yeah. I think also, can I just say that I think talking about fucking under a, a spaghetti tree really put my brain like <laughs> in that valley spaghetti trees yeah. it was in the valley was. of moist fall and the spaghetti trees were in bloom in italy all these colanders on the ground I'm ready sorry. to catch as the they are yes oh. the colanders were in bloom ready to was catch that not, is that if mine wasn't specific enough i can't no. say there was a guy that cleaned out his trunk before he put his groceries away in a trader joe's parking lot that was totally packed and i was the first person in line <gasps> with a seven car line waiting and he literally cleaned out his trunk and i was like what you are a passive aggressive LA douchebag of the highest fucking order. What a piece of shit. It what was kind of, crazy. What was he wearing? He looked like a dude that worked on a TV show. He was wearing a button down Oxford and, and dark curly hair and glasses. Like an he, actor or like a producer? Uh, like a writer. Okay. Could have so been he looked projecting. like he was, was he doing it in entitlement? italics font because he looked like he got whatever he wanted in my opinion his thing was i'm just doing this now i don't care like it's that la thing of like look i gotta get this done this is part of my day i plan this as part of my day and so and it's never like inconvenience yourself to pull out and go pull on a side street to clean out your stupid fucking yeah seriously you're clean out your trunk do it before you leave how much do you want it to do you wish you had like a nerf bat where you could just go up and pop (laughs) just bob them up with a nerf (laughs) you ever honk at people i I get to I am an aggressive person enough that I will do the like what the fuck arms you know yeah, at, yeah, at yeah. the guy or honk at him don't you wish that your your everyone wishes this that their horn had a dial and yeah. you could set yes. it to you could set it to two and be like meep I'm annoyed with or you. you could and because sometimes you want to do a meep but yeah. you accidentally do a meep yeah. yeah and then you're like yeah. now I'm the bigger dick because I was trying to alert you that you were being a dick like doing a meep meep my 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 horn is not conducive to a meep it's yeah. like a <laughs> or nothing yeah, you know, know. You don't want to. You don't want to be like, <laughs> <on the horn. laughs> well, and also mine's only a meep. 
So it totally sounds like go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's like the weakest. Or it sounds like you're being cute about it. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, hey, Mister. Like you have an angry face. Trunks. Like no, 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 not that. Oh, God. Those are both legit, and I get both of them. And <laughs> Super I, legit. Wonderful. Okay. Georgia, what do you hate? I hate, okay, I love music from other countries. I love music from Israel and from Africa and from you are not racist. Middle East, and I love music from all kinds of the globe. You love world music. Except I hate world music. <laughs> Except, that's what I hate. I hate world music. I get it. I get it. I, I, I didn't want to ever you have say, to say what the difference is. I didn't want to ever be the person on earth to say this first, but I get it. I, I, I love music from other countries. Half of my record collection is shit that I was like, whoa, this is a weird thing from the 70s that like got recorded in Pakistan. I'm going to buy it. Yeah. But I fucking go into a place and they're playing world music and I want to punch everyone in the face. Oh, okay. Is like, it because they have like a Peruvian flute and then there's some taiko drums from Germany? Do you think world music no, is to all of the genres in once? It's more the people who are playing world, quote unquote, world music. It's like pick the, you're playing mu- Italian music right now. Pick right. that you're playing this, but don't, don't make your fucking vibe in your restaurant or in your store or wherever the fuck be world music. There, have yeah. you recently become a vegan? Is that what this is about? <laughs> God, no. Because that sounds like a vegan vegetarian restaurant move exactly. to be like, all of our food is, you know, gluten free or what have you. Like that has anything world to do music. with world music to begin with. I right. think it's also something about there's a there's like a really smug pan cultural tone yeah. of world music DJs. Exactly. You're like you'll turn on KCRW exactly. on a Sunday morning. Uh, You're maybe Sunday's hey, supposed to be chill. Eclectic we'll play guitar. some world music here. And they're so smugly like, look at this stuff. I'm it's an Afrikaans. We're and you're be, like, uh, I <laughs> I know you're a white guy in Santa Monica yeah. and I don't like that you we'll are be being at the Hollywood Bowl call now to win tickets for blah 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 blah. Maybe you hate it when a white male is an ambassador to multicultural sure. that's music. It. That's it. Or a like corp like a, a restaurant that's like, I know that this fucking dick, rich dick, and like his company and corporation owns this restaurant, and you're trying to get a vibe by playing quote unquote world music. Yeah. Just play some jazz. Fuck you. Play some jazz. All right. That's Put on a little dancing. Put some freaking dancing on. Some quiet, mellow dancing. Because it's almost like new age music. It's really, exactly. it's really, it's not legit world. It's just yeah. kind of like a, a curated. And version. it's like, you're playing this because you're here. And you're like, yes, this is the weird thing I'm going for. It's not like, I love this. I love music from this part of fucking the, you know, of Africa. It's like, no, you're playing this shit to get like, cred oh my god is it the equivalent of a person who's smiling when they actually are yes. vacant inside don't <gasps> smile at me with your world music i get it be I a get dick it. at me thank with you dancing. Allie, what do you hate <laughs> with dancing <laughs> um i hate that i can't i don't okay i hate it when uh you're watching a reality show where they're trying to make two people mate with each other <laughs> like for example married at first sight last <laughs> oh night oh god <laughs> And I hate watching people French kiss on television. <laughs> it was gonna, it was gonna be moldy berries, and I, I didn't know which I hated more because <laughs> moldy berries are also a fucking stage five bummer. Yeah, uh, like like for, a rando blueberry that's just total mold in the you middle of the pack. Yeah, even the worse, even worse. I do this thing where I take frozen berries from TJ's <laughs> that mm-hmm. I've carefully put in my trunk for twenty minutes, <laughs> and I pour almond milk over them, and then I cr- crunch them down, and I make them into sort of like a sorbet. A sure, that, that's what we'll call it. We'll call it a sorbet. We won't call it an <laughs> Allie's alone eating blueberries on her couch at midnight watching reality TV. 
but every once in a while you'll be like mm, this bear is juicy and then you'll be like no it tastes like a moldy Ew. dish rag Wait, frozen ones get moldy yes and i don't understand it because they're all so dark you can't tell <laughs> oh i don't know that i didn't know uh, that. but then you're and then you're eating them and you'll get a moldy one and then there'll be two people being like i guess we're married now <laughs> and your whole life sucks and that happened to me last night but let's end on a thing something we love okay karen we're gonna end on your love <laughs> okay. your love last uh ali you want to go what do you love i'll talk about something i love okay um there's this thing that i realized happens this time of year it's around easter you can go into the store vons pavilions does this and you go into the egg case and you're like, what's up with these colorful eggs? They're pre-hard-boiled and pre-dyed for Easter. But you could just eat hard-boiled eggs. Well, that's the thing is there's some, you're supposed to buy them so that you and your husband can hide them in your lush backyard with your beautiful children <laughs> to celebrate Jesus. <laughs> but instead, I buy them by the dozen because I can crack them and adhere to a low-carb diet in case someone invites me to a pool party. Yeah. <laughs> and so wow. have the fun of the dye. Yeah. yeah. I, who cares about the dye? I just oh. Someone hard-boiled my eggs for me. That's, that's great. Dope. But I'm also wondering, so many people are going to throw in the garbage after their dumb kids put them in a basket continue We're well gonna... I was just gonna say are they're not the one you're not talking about the ones that come in a bag with no shell no 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 no. have Slimy. you seen those yeah those are, those are I tried to get those like when I was doing a low carb thing and they were it was like here's something to eat so you can barf like, it was <laughs> the grossest thing I've ever looked at smelled taken a bite of I believe it it's like epicac but in <laughs> egg form yeah. I always Egg-a-cac. I'm I mean I'm a person Egg-a-cac. who cac. can I get an cac latte <laughs> <laughs> two pumps, <laughs> two pumps. Sugar sugar. Free. But because I, I can't justify buying hard-boiled eggs in general, because I was like, we have a show on the Cooking Channel. I should be able to boil some eggs for myself. Sure. But I was like, well, shit. If I don't buy these colorful hard-boiled eggs, some dicks just gonna put them in their backyard and throw them in the garbage <laughs> at the end of the afternoon. Yeah. I might as well buy these and eat them for convenience. You know, fifteen percent of the time I go to hard-boiled eggs, I forget that the water's there and I burn the shit out of everything. So I feel like it's an okay like yeah. number number crunching wise. Sure. And it's the same, but you can go out now and I'm swear I'm going to clean out bars and pavilions do it all these people are going to be like, we don't have any eggs to celebrate how do <laughs> we oh, Jesus, kids with? are going to Oh, you're just, oh, someone's working after yourself. Georgia, what do you, what do you I want? love, and I started the first episode yesterday, and I'm already on like episode six or seven. HBO Go, there's a series. I'm fucking in love with it. It's called Getting On. What? Have you seen it? Do you watch it? Oh, yeah. It's so good. What is it? Brilliant. It's fucking Aunt Jackie, who yeah, is yeah. the most incredible actress ever. The best ever. It's, um, what's her face from uh, Reno 911? Yes, uh, Niecy Nash. Niecy Nash, who's just like the, a princess of human conditions. Okay. <laughs> she's incredible. That's the best she's thing incredible. I've ever That is the best phrase I've ever <laughs> she heard. Needs to get Hands that. down, today, all you. Thank you. The she princess of human conditions. Could that be the name of this episode? Princess of human conditions. Yeah. She needs to get that tattooed on her back like a book blurb. <laughs> like Georgia Hardstar, and Rolling the, Stone. Her and then the other nurse, who I can't remember her name is. Alex, she's the one from Family Guy. And, oh, she from and, and Mad TV. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, um, I know her. I, uh, Alex. Wait, is this the yes. show about the old people homes? Yes. It's right. a, yeah, it's the, it's the war, like the recovery ward for old people in a hospital, but they're treated like shit and they're all out of their minds, except for Nisi now. She's like the queen of princesses, human conditions. And <laughs> she's it's, holding it all down. Yeah. And it's so well done. I can't, you, I watched, I binge watched it yesterday and I was so happy. This is a potential spoiler alert. So anyone okay. mute it, but did you see the one where Alex Borstein gets drunk? I just watched that one. Oh, the very last moment. Where when she, she leaves. Back in? Yeah. No. Like and they, drinks water. She says, yeah, but it, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Okay. There's just a moment that talk about princess of human condition. It's so real. It's very plain. It's like if yeah. you were sitting there writing, you'd be like, this isn't going to be good enough. Yeah. The way they played it and yeah. the way they did it, I cried for like 10 minutes. Yeah. It was this thing. It was just a friendship thing. Yeah. It was a very real moment mm-hmm. of like somebody's a pain in the ass. Somebody, it's like a thing of like when you tax someone's friendship because you're just a human being. Yeah. And you have to. And I they, like and they accept right you now. because, because they're just like, I've been there too. Yeah. It also it's, has a lot of fecal jokes, right? The, it's, it, the first episode didn't. It took me so long to watch it because of that, because I hate fecal jokes. But then it's just in the very first. <laughs> I hate the word fecal. It's disgusting. There's some jokes in there, but it's not. There's not a lot. Oh, I want to watch it's it. So it's so okay, real and good. It's brilliant. And, and Aunt Jackie, what's her real name? I don't know. I, I do. She's so, she's so bad. She's such a bad person. Not like, oh yeah. God. She's like your classic awful boss. Yeah. And there's just like a, there'll just like be a shot of her eating a salad and she's like <laughs> chewing cud and she's such a good actress that yes. she makes herself look disgusting. Oh, sorry. We're going, I'm going, I don't know. Oh, I love it. Amazing. Lori Metcalf. Lori Metcalf. Yes. Oh, nice yeah. job. Yeah. yeah. To pull that, that was out important to me. Um, it's important that I said that. Karen, I'm, I'm so impressed that you got everyone's name out. I know. <laughs> well, I do love that show. I'm t- the queen of somebody that's like, oh my God, that's my favorite thing in the world. And they're like, what's the name of that actress? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I've actually only seen two. I've skimmed it. I've, I've just heard about it. I read about it on Twitter. Someone else told me. Uh, what do you, Karen, what do you love? <sighs> I mean, in general, I was just going to say, in general, which is so dumb, but like, I love going to the movies so much. That's great. I just love it. But particularly, we went and saw that the Scientology movie, which is, I think, on HBO now. It's not, is it, it now? doesn't have to be like a movie movie. Yeah. But like, getting to see inside, when I first moved to LA, it was 1994, and I was so scared of Scientology. It was the weirdest thing in the world to me that this humongous cult was just flourishing in the center of the city in these big crazy buildings they were legitimate they were legitimate there were people that i knew that joined it they, like it was a real um threat i guess kind of like i remember the la weekly did a huge article on it and you couldn't get the la weekly anywhere on franklin because they would come <gasps> across the street and take all the la weeklies and throw them away holy so shit. that you wouldn't read how they're harassing people and calling people pedophiles and just flyering their neighborhood saying this person will touch her child and make people move and all this oh crazy shit and like really scared me and so like going to see that movie the other night it was like a full circle of like it's over like the, it like what they say in this movie and what they talk about are all the things that I remember thinking back then of like how is this possible and going on and it's kind of like the it seems to me to be the end of an era as long as I get that money away from them but it was just kind of an going incredible clear? going clear right. yeah it's really good and it's on HBO now because it's an HBO documentary oh I want to see yeah. this yeah. I you know when the moment I stopped being afraid of Scientology was is I used to live across the street from then and I uh I saw the bailiff pants they make their female employees wear, and I was like, oh, you're not. I can't take you seriously. <laughs> you're not a threat. Yeah, I was like, look why? at how you make them wear. Because they make them wear the bailiff pants that go mid-waist, and then they have a weird pooch of pleats. And I was like, yeah. you don't have anyone's best interest in mind. <laughs> and you're not going to help anyone's career. If you did, you would put them in some low-rise Banana Republic slacks. Yeah, yeah well, clearly they don't have any good costuming people no. in there to yeah. like, who devise. You do it to break it down. You know what happened also is, I'm sorry, this is a dumb story, but I'm sorry. But okay, go. just really quick. So I lived across the street from the main Scientology Center, celebrity, celebrity center, center yeah. and on from the roof i could look down into their gardens and once i was looking over and i saw a whole room full of people 
in uniform doing these weird like movements and there were it was like a ritual and i was like holy shit i'm gonna crack the roof off and then i realized they were just it was just a tai chi class <laughs> but i was like i saw something important that happened to me when You're i hypnotized when i was I'm, I'm when i was san francisco the first year i lived there and i i got on the bus one day and everyone had this black mark on their forehead ah. and i was like this mm. is a cult like i thought it yes. was like the day the earth stood still or something and then then <laughs> and I learned about Ash Wednesday, <laughs> yep, no, which as a Jew, I had no idea that was a thing. No, that's so fun. And I, yeah, and I lived that. in L.A. where you don't see people on the street ever. Yeah. So when yeah. I lived in San Francisco, I got on the bus and I was like four people and I got freaked yeah. out. And there's some there's more ca- there's more Catholics and Christians yeah. in San Francisco, I feel like. Yeah, but it's, it's like for sure. It should be like National Aaron Neville Day where you just remember <laughs> Aaron Neville with a big ball. Yeah, yeah. I saw, I was out this past Ash Wednesday and I saw a few and I was like it's so it's so weird because I haven't seen it in forever. Yeah, yeah, you don't see it here. It's so old school looking. Yeah. It's yeah. so clearly from like 1000 AD. Yeah. I know. Because it's just like ashes on the face. You know, though, if for you, your Lord, <laughs> if I read on like allure.com that you could take a matchstick and burn it and use it as like awesome organic eyeliner, I'd be like, okay, like I'd smear ashes on my I think face. You can, right? Yeah, I think you can. Uh, can you? I think Monica from Friends. God, I just keep p- saying people's character names and not there. Uh, Courtney. Courtney Love. No. <laughs> Courtney Cox. Courtney recommended that. No. <laughs> nope. 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 Courtney Thorne Smith. Yeah. I haven't heard of her. Oh. Doesn't she just go by Courtney? Thorn now? Oh, I'm sure she did. Did she get divorced? I don't know. Can I tell you a really good party game? Or if you're on a date and you have nothing to talk about, please <laughs> name any celebrity like Courtney Thorne Smith and go, how many Twitter followers do you think you should <laughs> And then you guys both guess. Oh, that's genius. Yeah. And then whoever's right gets to leave. <laughs> you have nothing to talk about. You get out of the car. Now. You're like, and goodbye. <laughs> Wait, can I do one spoiler of that movie yes. that yes. is just my favorite, favorite? This is really You texted this is me. My... The, is what you texted me the next morning? Yes. This out is of the my blue. true favorite. Thing. Yeah, of going clear. I think I told Alice, but movie. I couldn't explain it. But okay, please yeah. explain it. In the movie, they say <laughs> that there's this big ranch that they owned, and when Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman first got together, he called and said he wanted a field, like a uh, a field for them to run through, like a field of flowers. It had been his dream. That was his dream. So they built him one, and then oh. that crazy David Miscavige, who was like the crazy he was Hitler the star of the show. Yeah, uh, he went out. They they it, they put in a huge field of wildflowers for Tom and Nicole to run through, uh. and then he went out and said it was wrong and had them pull it all up. <laughs> Oh and this is how these people are spending their fucking oh days. My God. I knew so many waitresses who were in Scientology and like they're t- they had to tithe a certain amount and like it went to buy a wildflower patch. Yes, for Nicole Kidman to fall into like in slow-mo in their minds. Oh my god. It was my favorite thing I've ever learned or like it was like factoid and it was clearly like this secret insider information where you're just like that's better than any ritual or any weird tai chi thing that they could be doing. It's like no they're actually doing this. They're- you know what? <laughs> I bet though, I bet if there's anywhere on earth that has a holodeck, like in Star Trek, it's like, it would be a Scientology center. Like they have a room where it's like beep, bop, bop, bop. And it's like, it's a field now. And you're like, dope. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're going to be the first people to make an actual holodeck. Sure. You, you guys mark my words. Also, please don't kill us. Holodeck. (laughs) Holodeck. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Holodeck. Y'alls. Well, with that, where can we stalk you? How do we find find you? Not if you're a Scientologist. Um, not <laughs> uh, at Twitter, Karen Kilgariff at Twitter. 
And that's mm-hmm. about it. That's um, all I'm interested in being found out. <laughs> what about your album? Plug your your beautiful album. Oh, I have a live album called Live at the Bootleg. It's so good. On a special thing records that I made a, two, a year ago, two years ago. A year? Is that available on iTunes? Yes. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Download it. You guys should download it. it. It's fucking great. It's live. Uh, <laughs> thanks for being on this podcast with us. You Karen. guys, thank you. It was so yeah, fun. You're great. Yeah. It was awesome. This We've been super dope. Allie and Georgia. And, um, this is Feral Audio. Thanks, Dustin, for being Feral Audio. Look at hey. more awesome podcasts at feralaudio.com. Yeah, and subscribe and. to us probably and leave us comments probably and email us. Allie and Georgia. Weird shit. Tell us about your water system. Yeah, yeah. You can find us on uh, Twitter also, Allie and Georgia. We're on Instagram if you look for us. And um, thank you guys again for rating and subscribing because we are climbing these comedy charts number 69 yeah hey so text a friend text a friend right now and tell them to start listening that way you guys can start using inside jokes from it we'll strengthen your relationship (laughs) bye guys